0: Around. Get down with the get down, sexy <laughs> sax man. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Still Searching Podcast. It's been a long time. Glad to be back, man. So let me just uh, tell you a little bit about about uh, my guest here. So I, we last Tuesday we were uh, at a, a champions in service event for our youth that are in the um, youth diversion, youth development program, and. This gentleman was there, and uh, we just were talking after and he's like, "Man, you know what? I want to tell my story on your show on your podcast and I was like, "Let's do it." so I have in the studio today uh let me fix my mic because i haven't I haven't been back here in a minute and it sounds a little funky. We'll get it together So I have in the studio today my man, Carlos de la cu- de la cu-
1: de la cuestra. Cuesta cuesta cuesta. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, up brother how are you oh I'm blessed brother I'm blessed glad to be alive glad to be part of your podcast this is going to be uh interesting this is my first experience with the man of your of your talents and I'm really looking forward to it a little nervous but anxious yeah, you're, too you're good you you're you're using my mic by the way that's
0: that's usually my mic and I'm like tripping right now because I'm hearing myself and it sounds weird does it sound weird to you no, no are you good I guess it's just me. I'm just used yeah, to. Yeah, you're a perfectionist. I know that. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you and your dad hear everything. Oh my god, that dude's worse though. He'll <laughs>
0: he's like, he'll stop what he's doing, like stop the whole thing, and like try to like get all mad and fix it. Yeah, he fronts people off right away. <laughs> <laughs> man, so welcome. I'm glad. I'm glad to to be back here with you. I'm glad that you kind of lit a fire back under me, and and just something I'd already been thinking like, man, I need to get back in the studio and start recording just hit record mm-hmm. that's always been the mission that's mm-hmm. always been the goal is just to get stories out mm-hmm. my whole story is is all about continuing to to learn to search to grow still looking you know still searching mm-hmm. and uh and in our lives we 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 never really arrive right mm-hmm.
1: we, never, no. we
0: never really get to the destination
1: sometimes we think we do and then we get humbled real quick mm. <laughs>
0: And for me, it's always about the journey,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? It's not yeah. about the destination. It's about mm-hmm. that process. Right, right. And
1: that's what it is, a process.
0: Yeah, man. So yeah. you were telling me that your
1: dad was a DJ, a or, or, or radio disc jockey on the radio. Yes, uh, in San Fernando. He was yeah. the first Spanish-speaking uh on FM, when they first came out, FM stereo on the radio when FM first dropped. Yeah, they were five gentlemen, they were businessmen and my dad was the president of the organization KSFV mm-hmm. FM 103 point on uh, something like that. But anyways, it was a lot of years ago, and I was always sitting in front of the radio all proud of my pops. Wow. He was a very talented man. He was well known as San Fernando. He was an entrepreneur, yeah. owned a bar. Uh, he was selling cars working in swimming pools. He did everything. He was just a, a man of many talents, a jack of all trades. Yeah, a master of plaster. Master of plaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys say in, in your business? Yeah, yeah, you especially picked up, for him.
1: You picked up that business too, Yeah, right? the yeah. pool
0: plastering business. And
1: yeah, I wish I would have got into the radio, would have been at least in the shade, you know. Hey, you got the voice though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I I'm he- inherited from my pops. There it is. He had a really good beautiful voice and not for singing though but for dj he was on time he was on time
0: (laughs) so the track that i uh, opened up with when was that recorded that was you on saxophone by the way yeah that was
1: probably around 88 late 80s yeah with uh master's touch i got the opportunity to go into a studio which that's the beautiful thing about the lord there's no limits and and we can't begin to imagine of the things that he's going to put us in. And that's always mm-hmm. been, a, I love music, mm-hmm. Played the trumpet in junior high, and then I self-taught myself the saxophone. And uh, I was challenged to start playing in church with uh, Victory Outreach under David Martinez, may he rest in peace, mm-hmm. and Faith Martinez. And I was part of the ministry for about seven years. And James Fernandez, very talented uh, evangelist, he's still around. And uh, he invited me to to go into the studio, which I was surprised. I was like, Wow, man, I, I never you know, I didn't think I was good enough to play in a studio, but he liked my way of playing and, playing. and so we went in there and and uh, I put it down on one track, saved him a lot of money and I was driving them <laughs> back and forth in Hollywood. That was that was a beautiful, beautiful time. Nice. And that, actually that song is called Jesus Will Carry You. Mm. And uh, it was it actually made it to the Christian station. So the stations back yeah, then. Back then nice yeah so it was a beautiful time
0: we were uh, talking a little bit off air on, on how at least for me i try to record uh one time man and it was it was difficult i couldn't even do it mm. it was that so hard like i'm the drummer though so i was like yeah i'm keeping you know what the, it was the metrodome that messed me up if i didn't have the metrodome i'd be all right because there wouldn't be something to judge to to keep the yeah you yeah. know where the time is supposed to
1: be Yeah. yeah 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 <laughs> And, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I used to practice with the metronome, and it misses me up too. I, I rather put the music on and be just in there. Just jam it. Yeah. Just yeah. jam it.
0: So, uh, you grew up in San Fernando
1: or, uh, well, or uh, valley. what, what parts? Uh, actually my, my grandparents came from, uh, Santander, España mm. and they built a house on Mission Boulevard and I was there until I was three in San Fernando and then uh, my my father bought a house in Pacoima, and I was raised in Pacoima. Okay. Yeah. Pacoima around Louvre and Kewin. Louvre and Kewin. Yeah. It's actually supposed to be pronounced the Louvre. The Louvre. Like the like the in museum. France. Yeah, yeah. The biggest museum in France. Uh, so we make uh, Pacoima fancy. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple of good artists off that street. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good artists that came from that Louvre street right there, Louvre. I was original low rider. Were you uh, in so that's what it was you were not gang banging back then? Uh you know uh, I never got involved with the gangs. Yeah. Back then it was more car clubs. Mm-hmm. The sensations that distinguished the, you know, the group, the group, yeah, the group. There's and, a few other ones. I, 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 uh, there was a, there was a good long list. The movement, the Black Dukes Latin Dukes. And all those, but uh, I used to play football against them i would get drafted by my cousin benny uh, and he was playing uh, he was in a uh, uh it was called brown image yeah so he would he would draft me to play with them and we we were younger guys and we would play against them but that's as far as that went you know i was more it was into, the clubs it, it was it wasn't uh they would ask me to join but yeah. i i didn't like the fact of getting jumped in and paying dues and getting swats i said nah even for the car club you had to get jumped in? Uh the car clubs? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Any club back then, you had to get but, jumped in.
0: But they, it was uh from my understanding it was like uh, the car clubs were like a step above, right? mm
1: mm-hmm, Mhm.
0: Like mm-hmm. kind of like above like the gang stuff like. Oh yeah. Cuz you had cars, right? So that right. was number number 1. That was like your main thing you actually had. And like,
1: they would throw events and parties, right? Parties a lot of parties. And, yeah. Yeah, a lot of football games, too. Football. And stuff. It, was, it was it was a time, but uh, when they would ask me to be in it, I was just like, nah, I, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to start my own. I thought I was going to start my own, and I think there was four of us that made it, and I named it the Chicano Legion. It didn't hmm. last, but... Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. My dad tells me a story. He... he uh they started a little gang they were anti gang but they did it on purpose like uh they'd call themselves the lizards or something just kind of like making fun of like you know uh, being a, in a gang like yeah we're the lizards or something like that something <laughs> goofy so how was your uh, upbringing back then did you um, cuz i know you from from church so yeah yeah i'm you, glad our, our cross, yeah. you know from uh, my pop's church and so were you uh, exposed to church early or later or how did that work out
1: oh yeah I was exposed very young there used to be a gentleman that would come pick us up from the Trinidad in San Fernando mm-hmm. and uh, I became part of the uh of the the Royal Rangers the original pioneer dang I and, remember that and uh and I accept. I actually accepted Christ. I I got moved at a service at their altar. I was about seven years old. Wow. I I, I, I kind of understood, but all I know is that I could feel something happening, and I was crying. Mm. And I and, and he asked, he had an altar call. And I went and accepted Christ. And now I understand why, because my like you said, the journey. Mm. The Lord knew the trials and tribulations I was going to go through, and without. Without our uh without christ i would have never survived wow that's that's my solid foundation that i've built on
0: so you had an early experience yeah oh god
1: and of course i backslid i wanted to be accepted with the low riders and they used to smoke a lot of weed and,
0: as a teenager yeah know, yeah 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 it's almost like a natural uh progression you know like yeah. uh, if, at least for me like i remember too like it's funny you said that because I remember being seven, six, seven years old and having my first experience with God. Mm. Yeah, it was all alone in my room though.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Because I had always been in church, right? So, mm, literally since mm. I was born. So I had a I had a tape. There was a guy named Freddie Concio. Uh he used to do these like uh he used to come to the church and he used to do like these puppeteers. Yeah. You remember
1: Freddie? Yeah, of course. You know what? I think he passed away. Yeah, he did pass. Dang.
0: Yeah, he did pass. Like a, a year or two ago. Yeah, not too right. long ago. Man, I just remember that. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, dude. And and he used to have Carlitos and Tumbalo. Yeah, yeah. Little puppets. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, they used to record these cassettes and uh I had a little um I had a little uh like tape recorder uh tape player as a kid. Uh-huh. And um I used to listen to it and it was just comedy, like just little skits and at the end they did like a prayer. But I remember I did it in my cl- in my room and I just felt God's presence I didn't know Mm. what it was I mean I knew what it was but I'd never felt that before Mm -hmm. so that was my first experience but you're right and then you know I I totally rebelled as a teenager too Mm -hmm.
1: so I know I know what you're saying yeah we don't like authority figures yeah 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 I always have I always just have a problem with the police and stuff like that yeah we used to call them other words that wasn't too cool but but I've learned to respect them I've learned to really uh admire them for the job that they have to do. But there's always, you know, uh, bad ones in the crowd, you know? So, but there's, you know, you can't in the stereotype, I'm behind the one bad one, you know, there's good ones too that are out there really that grew up wanting to be an officer mm. and, you know, so, yeah, but that comes with time and experience, you know, but cause yeah. I, I've had some experience with them in the past.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> we, uh, there's a certain story you kind of, uh, I, I I briefly up until now heard just a little bit about it last week, kind of touched on it. And then today, before we started to record, you kind of were breaking it down even more. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that. Okay. Uh, so tell me about that or tell me about leading up to that
1: event, that
0: big event that, uh, had happened to you
1: well at the time you know so i've been married uh 44 years now with wow. with the beautiful christian lady that's my pillar uh like they say behind every man there's a woman rolling her eyes and uh if it wasn't for her man i'd be dead but mm. uh yes and uh so uh i started uh experimenting and using cocaine and uh and that you know that that all starts with the with the drinking and the smoking marijuana, even uh, tampered with uh, uh, angel dust, not knowing that it was uh, elephant tranquilizer. Dang. And and yeah, <laughs> somebody told me it's good weed. <laughs> I was selling fifty cents a joint at the pinball place. Uh, there was a pinball place on on uh, Van Nuys Boulevard called uh, Family Affair. And fifty cents a joint. <laughs> fifty cents a joint, and everybody was. Walking in the air, man. <laughs> they were flying like the dumbbell yeah, uh, we, scene. <laughs> after I found out what, what it was, I, I pretty much stopped. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, that, that path I was going down was, you know, path of death, the wages of sin is death, man. so, uh, you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, the people that have to suffer the consequences are the innocent. That's the worst part I mm. believe about sin. Yeah. And, you know, rebelling and. But anyways uh so back in uh, 1984 uh my wife and I were separated and I was living with my mom and my brother and I was I was using cocaine and not my right mind's how, state how, of mind
0: How long were you guys married up until that point?
1: Ooh that was a, we were probably already like 20 25 years into it. I would think 25 years already being married? I well in eighty, in eighty four, in eighty four. Well, I got married in uh, in uh, nineteen seventy
0: eight. Oh, so that was like four years into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. A six more. years. Six years. Yeah,
1: six years. Yeah. It felt like it felt like twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to be good at math, but yeah, uh, yeah. but anyways, uh so uh, uh one night. I was out with a buddy of mine, and we were using cocaine and stuff. And my my mother, she used to worry about always living like in a fear. She go lock your doors, put your seatbelts on, don't mm. talk, you know, to strangers. One She always had this fear about her, mm. and and uh, she always worried about my brother and I. So she went to go look for me after midnight, and uh, and I she found me, and I told her, Mom, what are you doing? Mm. You know, what are you doing? And she she came to my friend's house. And I told her, I told her, I says, "Hun, it, it's dangerous out here. Babe. I'm a grown man. You know, you don't got to be out here looking for me. I can take care of myself, but you're a woman. Yeah. So anyways, the next day she did it again to mm. go look for me. And she went with my aunt. Because mm. I told her you shouldn't be by yourself. So I guess she figured by taking my take, yeah,
0: her, yeah, her sister
1: with her. So anyways, uh she ended up getting murdered that night. Wow. Yeah. She ended up getting murdered that night. That very night. That very night. And uh I was I was out and about trying to score and I couldn't find any and and anyways, uh uh I I I I had a truck with a camper back then and I was asleep around the corner from my house. Mm. And it was, it, was, it, was, it was crazy because I had been drinking that night. I went out with some friends. We went to a restaurant. We were drinking wine and beer, and we were pretty tossed up. Mm-hmm. So I went home, and my wife and I had an argument, and I, I never physically abused anybody. So my dad used to tell me, when you, when you get mad and you feel like hitting somebody, take off, son. Yeah. So I took off, went in my truck, and I drove around the block, and I went to sleep. And about midnight, it started raining. Mm. It woke me up. And I felt within my spirit that
0: something, something was left.
1: Wow. A part of me was taken from me. Wow. So the next morning I go to work. I was going to go sit tile on a swimming pool. And uh, my, my wife called me and she said, you need to come home. Something happened. And just by the tone of her voice, I knew it was something horrible and i was only a couple blocks away and i was driving to my house and i started crying i said lord please not my children
0: Mm.
1: not my children lord please and when i got home my wife tells me your mom and your aunt were murdered oh man yeah and it was like it first doesn't sink in you go like what yeah yeah and man i just broke down crying like a baby because I was my mom's baby, and I was her favorito. Hmm. And yeah. I, I, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my mom. And that's why she was out looking for you. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, As a grown man. As a grown man, acting like a kid, not grown yet. Yeah. That's a problem. You know, it's, man, it takes us a long time to grow up. Some of us don't want to grow up, want to hang out with the guys and party and... And you know when you're married, you gotta consider your wife and kids. And, but then right. when you're when you're using, you know, you're not making good so decisions. It's,
0: it's, a, it's another it's another person, right? It's like another version of yourself. Yeah. It's like you're still in there. Yeah. But you've kind of let someone else take the will of your life. Exactly. Yeah. It's just another person, but like you're like trying to get back in control. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You can't kick them out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know. I know what you mean.
1: This is my first time sharing my, my testimony. Yeah. But I felt the Lord impressed me to talk to you, and and I know there's a reason why yeah. our paths cross, and everything in life is timing. Yeah, and I want to honor my mom and my tía because they gave their life for me, mm. not knowingly. Yeah, but they gave their life for me. Oh, absolutely! Just the fact of they of both going out, me.
0: going out to look for you
1: you're in you're, danger you're,
0: you're you're doing that mhm i i right when you said that man i'm reminded of the scripture where it talks about jesus or god going after leaving the 99 to go after the one mhm yeah he goes after the one mm-hmm. and, and you know what that never really sunk in for me until uh this was like 15 years ago we used to do uh we used to feed the homeless in the park and um what we did, it was called Help a Human. What we did was we would set up tables and chairs and we would bring like food, real food, like hot food. Mm. It wasn't like a sack lunch. Right. And we would sit down and eat together with the the, the people in the park. Mm. And uh, I became good friends with um, one of the guys, Ray, in the park. And, you know, they're all just people, man, with stories. And, man, he gave this little quick little prayer and little sermon one day. And he just said, he leaves the 99 to go after the one. <laughs> like he Amen. kept saying it, kept saying wow. it, to go yeah. after the one. He was like, I'm the one, you know? And and uh, it was just, uh, for and that stuck with me for, like that was just ingrained in my spirit and my heart since then. Mm. So I understand, it's like when you say your mom and your Thea. Laid their life down for you was mm-hmm. because they were seeking you. They mm-hmm. were going after you. They were looking for you. Mm-hmm.
1: So, man, and the love of a mother, man, does yeah. not compare to any other love. Man. Fathers are quicker to leave, you know. Yeah, but yeah. a mother's love that that loves her children, yeah. they'll they'll do anything. They'll do anything. Anything. So, so, so take me through what happens next. Ah, uh, so then, of course, you know, they started interrogating our family and and uh because that's always su- suspect one right Family. right right they usually look at the husband first and because they were separated shoot my my mom was married three times and her third husband she was separated from him mm. from him and he was a tough guy and everything but uh i could never see him doing something like that but mm. but then once they 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 focused on me because uh when they asked me you know what did i do that night and i told them and and when I told them, you know, I was being truthful. I was trying to help, mm. you know. And I was, I told them I was in my truck and I was by myself. So that's not a good, right? Uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, alibi. Alibi. Yeah. So technically, to them, I don't have an alibi. Mm. And this detective, he he just tunnel visioned on me. Mm. He tunnel um, visioned on me, and it's a long, long story. There's a lot to it because there's another guy that came forward that. Was saying that his father did it, and he was my neighbor, and so on and so forth. Wow, what the heck? Yeah, and, 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 uh, and they never investigated it, because they were just saying, we already got somebody we're looking at.
0: Wow, you were suspect number one.
1: Yeah, I was suspect number one. And I started feeling within my spirit, i tell my wife, honey, I'm going to be in jail for the murder of my mom and my tia. Dang. And she goes, yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. I says, I just feel it, honey. And like they say, dicho y hecho. Bam, they had me. They took me in one day. So uh, we had to get a lawyer, and that was another story. Man. And, but in, to make it short. Did they, char- they charge you with your mo- own mother and your aunt's yeah. murder? Yeah, they figured they had enough. Uh, uh, well, you know, actually, too, they had a, a supposedly witness. mm a known uh, uh, prostitute, uh, dope fiend. Mm. And actually, she was in jail already, and she was working a deal. Mm. Uh, and she passed away already. My lawyer that represented me passed away, but but praise God, I had the Lord Jesus Christ was the one that I was leaning on because he, he told me one day at a service, in, because they incarcerated me in the county jail, and uh, he told me... He goes. He told me uh, because I had to fire my second. Uh, no, I had to fire my my lawyer, my first one, because mm. he thought I was guilty. I told just, him just don't. I don't want to hear no deals. Yeah, I told him straight out. I'm not gonna take no deals. I did not do this. And yeah, we're going all the way. Yeah, yeah. And they had special circumstances on me. Those uh, two one eighty sevens because it was my mom and my tia. Wow. So they're trying to give me the death penalty, but I didn't care because just, I'd rather die than say something of yeah. that caliber, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, so when I fired my lawyer, and that's another story, because he said he said that you I promised him twenty five. We had to sell a house in Pacuema. It was he was charging us fifty thousand dollars, and I already had hired my new lawyer. But when I fired my my other lawyer. He's he, he. I was walking back. No, actually, you see, I've spent so many years. I'm kind of mixing it up. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, I already had hired my new lawyer. His name was Max Herman, ex detective. He said, "We're going to turn every rock, and I'm going to give you my undivided attention." And he fought twenty five murder cases, never lost one. So I, I said, I want this guy to represent me. Yeah. He goes, I get people that are guilty off. so (laughs) straight out yeah so i'm like so anyways uh, you're like cool because i'm i'm not guilty yeah this should be easy exactly and because that's why i got rid of the other one because he they came at me i i forgave him the first time he said they're going to give you if you take this deal 25 years and Mm -hmm. second degree or if you confess to it and i'm like dude what did i tell you yeah so then when he came at me the second time, I told my wife, honey, we got to get rid of this vato. You don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy wants to bury me. Yeah, yeah, he's working with and I already them. warned him, and he's still. So anyways, yeah. uh, that's when I started interviewing other lawyers, and I met Max. So now Max flips on me. I'm meeting him. It mm. was a time when, uh, that was when uh, Ramirez mm. was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Night Stalker. The Night Stalker was yeah. there. As a matter of fact, I used to see him talking to his lawyer. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Pastor Sammy Mesa was the one that was visiting me. Senior and, or the uh, junior? Junior. Yeah. And senior went one time, too. Yeah. And uh, so he was there, and I said, look, that's him over there, Pastor. And Pastor looked over there. And was like, oh, <laughs> Probably man, shaky. <laughs> so then uh, he started telling me because— we were supposed to give him twenty five thousand dollars. We had just sold the house in Pacuema, and we only gave him fifteen because my wife was in charge of the money and everything. Mm-hmm. But she had to juggle it because
0: yeah, it, they had
1: to get me out on bail one time, and it cost ten thousand dollars. And then they, they, they took me back in. They made another lie up to get me back in. I mean, mm. it's a long story. It's yeah, kind yeah. of and you said
0: you hadn't really talk you haven't
1: really told this story no so no. It, it,
0: speaking it for the first time you're kind of remembering everything yeah and that's up. why
1: i want to speak about it so i can get the details right too because yeah. this is the stuff that goes on in the system mm. and i was green to it right because i was self-employed i got my contractor's license when i was 18 years old believe it or not yeah and i was you know my dad and i were partners in the business and yeah. and we were pretty successful for the for a while but the money made was bad for me. Yeah, and anyways, uh, so then uh, that's when you started messing around with drugs. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. I was already messing around, but like they say, when you the more money when you make, you make, more, make yeah. all you're gonna do is use more of what you your drug of choice. Yeah, and that's what happened to me. Right. So anyways, I I uh, Max was saying I can't be in court tomorrow with you. Hmm. So I looked at him. What are you talking about? He says. You promised me $25,000. Your wife gave you gave me 15000 So, in other words, he was quitting on me. Wow. So, it's crazy. So, I looked at him and I says, and the Lord gave me the words. I can't remember exactly everything I said, but what I do remember, I says, look, Max, you are just like any other lawyer in here. You don't care about me. Mm-hmm. You care about your reputation and money. As a matter of fact, if fifteen thousand dollars isn't enough for you to represent me tomorrow, I don't want you as my lawyer. I got up and i walked I was walking back to my cell, and my head was on fire mm. I, don't know, I, I was like, gotta go to court tomorrow and got a lawyer <laughs> and I go to my cell and this is the one of the miracles that God performed in there. Yeah. I lay down in my bunk, I had a lower bunk I'd been in there a while already, yeah and Somebody puts a pass for me to go to the chapel. In county jail, you do anything to get out of your cell. Yeah. And it's a good-sized chapel. And they open up the gates for me. They call out my numbers, go to the chapel. So I get up, and I'm tripping out. I'm like, what the heck? It's going to be packed. There's probably nowhere because when you go into the chapel, they turn you away eventually because it peels up like that. It's not like over here, bro. Nobody wants to go to church. But in there, but then when you're in that situation, a lot of people turn to God, you know, mm-hmm. and praise God for the faith that I that, that God gave me. So, when I as soon as I walk in, I open the door, and sure enough, it was packed. I sat down and found a little spot. and There was this young lady used to go in there, ex alcoholic, sang like an angel. And the first thing she said, Bro, trip out on this, she goes, Don't ever trust in man because man will always fail you. Mm. Put your trust in God, because he'll never fail you. Mm. I felt my hair stand up, bro, and chills through all my body, mm-hmm. and I heard this quiet voice. The Lord told me, Carlos, I'm going to get you out of here. Mm. He said, but when I do, you got to give me all the glory. Mm. That's why I give him all the glory all right. for what getting me out but he didn't tell me when, <laughs> but now the burden was lifted off my shoulders. I could laugh I felt, in there. Felt, felt a relief. Yeah. I could laugh in there. I can, you know, make the best of the situation that I was in. Yeah. And, and, and the time went faster and everything. So that's, so then, uh, when I went to, uh, actually I was, uh, going back and forth to San Fernando and, uh, I was actually the, the second person to beat a murder case.
0: So you 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 ended up beating it with the lawyer or with, with another a new lawyer with Max. Oh, with he Max. he showed up. He showed up
1: because you, you, I made you, him shrink like like yeah, yeah, Flintstones. Yeah. You know how the yeah, Flintstones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make him. The Lord gave me yeah, the words. Yeah, yeah. But also it was the truth. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? Let me just try to. He went like do this. Hey, Carlos. He says, "No, I'm not going to worry about that money." I told him, I'm good for it, dude. I got my own business. I'll pay you. I told him like that. And he goes, no, I'm not worried about that. He says, we're going to be low-key, low-profile. We're not slamming anything down. We're just going to go in there. I'm going to get you out of here. I said, that's what I want to hear, Max. Let's do this. Mm. And I would just pray that the Lord, the truth would come out. That was my prayer. Yeah, It's crazy. When I would be in there, I was... Sometimes you hear a ruffle or something. I thought they were coming to tell me, hey, somebody confessed to it. Yeah. You always have that hope that you can get, you know, because it was a nightmare, mm. you know, especially just what happened to my mom and my dear. But now I couldn't even mourn because now I'm worried about getting out of there because I got my family, my kids.
0: How how, how soon or when, when the murders happened, did, were you able to how soon did they? narrow you down as a suspect and 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 snatch you up were you able to go to the funeral and and things or yeah yeah i was able
1: to go to the funeral and everything it wasn't like about a month or two at the most Mm. afterwards yeah they picked me up but that
0: whole month and a half or two you kind of still
1: felt like man and they might be looking at me yeah because i i they kept taking me in especially that's why i was getting that vibe they kept taking me in to question me and I was like, "Oh man, this is not looking right or feeling good." Yeah. And sure enough, and then, uh, I I got a lawyer, and the lawyer looked into it, and he goes, he goes, yeah, he says, uh, "They they got a warrant for your arrest." Mm. And my brother Chicho gave me ten thousand dollars he had just got off of a, a, some money that somebody owed him, mm-hmm. and I, I needed ten thousand dollars to hire that lawyer. Mm. So I, he gave it to me, here, bro. So wow. I paid for him, and he, when he looked at me, I could tell. He goes, this is about to thinks so I'm guilty. Yeah. I i don't know what it was, my like impression, maybe, because I'm a Chicano from, mm-hmm. you know. He, from Pacoima. Yeah, Pacoima. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they, 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 as a matter of fact, my lawyer says, go into a hotel, because they'll come in the middle of the night and drag you out of your house. Yeah. So I stood at, the, at a hotel, my wife and I, and, the next day I had to turn myself in. Yeah. And, that, and that's why people used to say, why did he turn himself in? You know, is he guilty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, no. see, You don't want him to come busting yeah. in the house, a, the, waking up the kids,
0: freaking the kids uh, yeah.
1: out. Yeah. But not only that, it actually looks good for you. Yeah. You know, people don't think that, you know. It, and I didn't know that, but I'm not going to run like some people do, you know. Yeah. That's a sure sign. Right. So like uh like uh, Mr. O. J. Simpson. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why when I when he ran I knew he was guilty. I said, yeah. I thought those guilty, man. Yeah. But anyway, actually I worked for OJ. I did his I, I, I did some work on his swimming pool. I got to meet him and
0: my uh my father in law, when he rests in peace,
1: he used to play golf with them every once in a oh, while. Oh, wow. Yeah, at Anthem Damp. I heard a few stories. Well, he was uh, the coolest celebrity I ever met. Yeah, and when I was growing up, him and and Walter Payton were my favorite running backs. Yeah, especially Walter Payton, though. Sweetness. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: when uh, when Max got you out, or what? What was the 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 evidence of of you not being guilty, or how did that happen?
1: Well, the reason why they were able to even. Because uh, there wasn't, would you go to trial or anything? Yeah, I had, yeah. I had a jury trial. Yeah, and uh, and 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 there was this this uh, lady that was was accusing me, mm. and she even had a dynamic w- voice, man. Mm. She's all oh, like that, that, that yeah. all raspy, and I never seen her in my life. Wow, she was actually related to an in law of mine. And that in-law was part of the conspiracy. Ah. Yeah, so it's a trippy story. Yeah. It, it sounds like it, this can go like a whole lot deeper, but we'll just for oh, the yeah. sake of time. Um, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Maybe we can do another podcast where yeah. we can get deeper. <laughs> yeah, part two. Yeah. So,
0: so you end up beating it.
1: Yeah. The Lord gave me victory, man, because. The trip out man god is so good uh so because when i got acquitted uh my max told me he goes he goes they look at you like you got away with it mm. you can't sue them either because they had a witness supposedly witness i yeah. was lying yeah like they lied about christ you know mm. and the way they do they're always getting these these phony peop- yeah phony baloney When yeah yeah, it's, it's the oldest trick in the book. It right. works sometimes, but it didn't work this time. Yeah. So, uh, how long were you in there? I in seven months. Seven months. So the
0: process took seven months. That like, was
1: a miracle in itself, too.
0: That's pretty quick.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and I was investigating because everybody in jail is a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. All these guys since they were, they were doing through the juvenile system and they know right. a lot. They, so yeah. there, there's one Chicano that was my Sally. I asked him. I go, hey, bro, what's a what's what's the average amount of time it takes to beat a murder case? He goes, uh oh, about seven years. He goes, what's the fastest you've ever seen someone beat? it? He goes, seven months. Wow. And he hit the nail on the head, and I go, I want that one. Wow. I didn't want to be in there one day more than I had to. Right, right. It was like, I used to wish that I would wake up and it was just all a nightmare. Dude, so
0: uh, you, you knew my cousin Johnny when he— uh, oh, Yeah, man, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Johnny, man. I love that
1: brother. Yeah, so did I, man. It was short for me, but, yeah. man, what an impact he made on me. It was a great man. Yeah. He was locked up, man. He told me phew, all the
0: stories, bro, <laughs> and I can't even—I mean, I wouldn't—dude, I'm soft, bro. I mean, you know, I, I'm a—I mean, I, I could hold my own, but compared to my cousin— you know, no way, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. That dude was a, a, a man's man. You know, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but dude, he would tell me the stuff that would go on in there, bro. I was just like, jeez, that's crazy. It's yeah, just, it is. It's, it's a. Uh, I don't know. How to, it's, it's, it's the wild in there. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a. Uh, it's like you're you're going back in time to prehistoric days, you know? It's Will I survive today, you know? hmm yeah. Will, I, will I, do I have to hunt to get my food today, you mm-hmm. know, kind of?
1: You can be in the wrong place at the at wrong, wrong time, time and yeah. real easily. Like what happened to my mom and my tia, mm. it could happen to anybody. That's why we always got to be aware of our surroundings and, and, and we can't be too safe, you know? Yeah. Can't be too safe, man. So when you say I,
0: you know, I didn't want to spend another day in there. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you get out. Uh, what happens next? Well, when I when I gotta quit it, how, how does life? How do you get back to doing life? You know, because you still somebody murdered your mom and your mm-hmm, Thea. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't you. Obviously, it's not you, but. Mm-hmm. How much is that weighing on you or in your, like,
1: even while you're in there too, just like,
0: man, the person who did this is out there. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I was in there, I had a lot of time to think and all I did was read my word. Yeah. I even got thrown in the hole for something I didn't do in there. Wow. And actually I liked it in there better I had my own cell and didn't get as many showers and they used to bring you the food, it'd be cold. But, but anyways, uh, you know, it, it gives you a lot of time to think Mm. in there, so one thing that came over my mind was, uh, oh God, I ha- I forgot what it was I was going to say now, but uh, mm. the 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 weight of 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 knowing that oh yeah, yeah. the San Fernando courtroom mm. I used to go to San Fernando Junior High yeah and where the bus goes in goes for the, in yeah. there used to be a street right there yeah. My mom was making a left turn one day, and I flew out of the car and landed on the back of my head as a little boy. (laughs) Damn! And I used to think that was an omen. Right on that Uh, spot where the bus used to park. For the inmates. I said, that was a sign, man. (laughs) You're going to get a mean fregazo in life, Carlos. (laughs) Be ready. And, and, but, uh, I mean, I just... You know, I, I I started going back to church. I still even had a little fall back into drugs a little bit. Mm. And I kept running into brothers and sisters, and mm. they invited me to Victory Outreach, and it was yeah the suit that fit. You know, it was yeah. perfect for me. They That's keep you, you so busy and yeah. Bible studies and of Something going on every single day. Yeah, and I needed to You don't have that, a lot of time to, no, to idle, idle time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then running my own business, you know, I kept busy. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, that's what helped me a lot with the gang stuff and growing mm. up. I have a lot of friends that are dead now, and and went down that wrong path. And one of them had murdered somebody before, and he mm. told me about it, and I never told anybody because he made me promise. Mm. His name—he was a we used to call him Crazy Willie, One Blow Willie. Mm. He was a half Samoan, <laughs> and but anyways, uh those are the that's the environment we we're growing up in, yeah. and God always. Gave me the right choices at a young age, so uh, right. that helped me a lot. Going yeah. to the Lord, of course, going to the Lord, and and and, and he was there for me. And 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 and, uh, and my business started growing again. I stopped using for a lot of years. Those I call that the highlight of, of uh, the highlights of my life at Victory Outreach. Yeah. It was a beautiful yeah. time, sober. I was in the late eighties. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it was uh
0: thriving, man. I re- that's when they used to put on the all those big productions, the dramas, Satan
1: puppets, Duke of Earl. Yeah,
0: yeah. They even did a movie. Man. I mean, that was I remember seeing the movie Duke of Earl. Like,
1: yeah, I haven't. I, I never saw the movie, but I seen the play a lot of times. They yeah. used to bring it down. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was a it was a full on production. You uh-huh. know, like a, like a real
0: movie. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I remember that. I remember when I was little kid. Uh, this was in San Francisco. They came and we went to one of the 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 dra- the dramas, and they came in there, dude. They had all the props, like the shotguns shooting blanks. An
1: amazing job,
0: dude. No, but it scared the crap out of me because it was so loud. They're
1: shooting off, you know. Yeah, they were shotgun. from Oakland too, weren't they? The yeah, something that have, like yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, so I was like, what? You know, you're not expecting gunshots to go off. <laughs> I'm like six, seven years old. You're <laughs> like, what
1: the heck's going on in here? <laughs> Dudes are shooting yeah. guns in here. <laughs> it's a, a, another sign because we we had a three day uh, event with with uh, uh, Satan's puppets, mm. and uh, it was uh, start on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And on the last day, Sunday, we I was playing in the worship band, and I had to leave to go pick up my mother in law. And then when I came back, they were having the altar call. And when I got back to my spot where I played, my trumpet and my saxophone were all full of artificial blood.
0: Oh, shoot.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was the night that Sonny got murdered. Oh, wow. That's what I mean. I go a lot by signs, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, whoa. Wow. I said, what's going on in our family, man? Sonny uh, uh, Argonzoni? Son, no, Sonny Rodriguez. Oh, Blinky son. Blinky son. So me uh, and Pelinki were real close for many years. Oh, so from back from way back. Yeah, he used to work with me for about almost ten years, plastering swimming pools yeah. while he was getting ready for his championship fights and everything. And we were always <sighs> real close. And uh, well now Man. he's so busy, you know. But uh
0: Man, so uh David Rodriguez. Yeah, his brother. His brother, Sonny's brother. We, uh, I've, I've gotten really close to David over the last, uh, month and a half. Cause he, he works with my dad and I champions mm-hmm. in service. So mm-hmm. that's another story, man. She mm-hmm.
1: 37 years yeah, locked up. And I ran into David while I was in there. Wow. He, he was, was a kid. He was 19. He already had been in the system for three years. Wow. And we crossed roads and then we were in the chow room and he's yelling out to me, Tio, Tio wow and he goes where are you at i said 4700 uh, baker Road, you know yeah and 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 then he would uh, he showed up that night but by the time i got to the front of the south because it was the real big long south he was gone I, he was up on the upper mm. tier i could hear him calling me tio carlos garland but he eventually we we used to go have lunch and all the time, dinner mm. together. He would wait for me in the shower because yeah. he knew how to run that whole place. Yeah, yeah. And when people used to see me with them, they'd go, you know that guy? Go, That's my nephew. Yeah. I'd go, they wouldn't say nothing. They would just shake their head like.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he he was still, you know, in that old frame of mind,
1: right? He, mm-hmm. was, he was doing what he had to and do. And when I told him the story what was happening— and I went on a dry run one day to San Fernando, and guess who was I met? They had to send me back, and they put me back in the tank to go back on the bus to the county. Well, there was my in-law, the one that started all this battle. Wow. And he was shaking in his oh, voice. Man. And I just told him one thing, hey, let me just ask you a question, dude. Why would you go to the police saying that I did this? You and your sister. Why do you guys go there? He says. I says I treated you better than my own family, dude. I used to take you water skiing. We used to have, Mm. we used to have dinner together, Mm. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and you do this to me. You should have. If you thought I did something like that, you should have come to me face to face and and ask me. Mm. And he was all, oh, he was all stuttering. Oh man, I was going to talk to Pelinki and blah blah blah. I said, you know what? Get out of my face. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And he's a big vato. Yeah. But he knew he was in the wrong. Yeah. He was trying to cop a deal, too, because he was busted, too. For something else. Yeah. And he was a dope fiend. They sell their own mother.
0: Yeah. Crazy. So
1: that's the kind of stuff that was going on, you know, through all this. But David, man, he... We got to take it a little bit, and... Yeah. And it was... Oh, and that's what David... When I got back, I... We we had lunch together, and he goes, he goes, hey, bro. I tell him, out, what happened? I ran into the Ratan, la la la. <laughs> and he goes, he got all serious, and he goes, what's his name, Dio? Oh, shoot! And yeah. the Lord impressed me. I don't said, say it. I says, I'm not gonna tell you. Come on, Dio, tell me. I said, Mio, I don't. I'm not gonna tell you because I know what you want to do. Yeah. Uh-uh, I don't want that, that this blood on my hands. Yeah, crazy. The Lord is—that's one thing, too, the cops were tripping on. How come you guys aren't making a big sound about this? How come you guys aren't out there looking? Yeah. I thought, I'm a Christian. The word of God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And, and that's been my attitude to this day. And it—wow.
0: And it kind of feels like you kind of have your own suspicions of who it is. Yeah,
1: there's a couple of suspects— but one, I have my top suspect too. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a Rata though. no, nah, no. Nah, oh, okay. Nah, nah, that nah. Was, he was a Rata for something else. Yeah, yeah. He was a Rata for himself. He oh, was okay. just trying to save his own, trying to you know cop a deal. Dude, so David told me when
0: they uh, when they get when they get in there, they uh, first thing they hand you is Gray's Anatomy. It's a book. Oh, it's a book. My thought was the sh- like the show. Oh. Anatomy, like no, 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 no. This is an old book. It's a human anatomy. Huh. So these guys learn how to stick you where it counts. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, so they could kill you with one stab. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you when you said that, <laughs> oh. well, let, let me you know tell me his name. Yeah, is you know they wanted to to handle some business. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, his story is something else. I definitely got to get in mind because he told me, you know, some things too. But man, being in solitary confinement for oh, c- that I many could've. years, but that's where he found God too.
1: Yeah, and yeah. reading, reading the Bible, reading books, and totally changed his life. And the seed was planted in his heart since a little boy. Yeah, absolutely. So some other people come and water it, you know, and then thank God, man. So, man, you. You have
0: learned what forgiveness is all about.
1: Yeah. And, uh,
0: correct me if I'm wrong. Is it is it still a process? You know. Is it is it something that you forgive once and that's it, or is it something that you continually have to, f- to forgive?
1: You know, the, the the part I I I can't get past is to forget. Mm. I can forgive but I can't have that mouth over in my pad again. You know what I mean? It's, it's break bread. Uh-uh. You're talking about
0: a, the, a the, suspect who you might think.
1: No. Yeah. No. The guy that, the guy that, that was working a deal, my in-law uh. and he was my in-law. I actually, you know, I got to experience. I'm not trying to put myself, compare myself to Christ for one second, mm-hmm. but I did experience when they accused me, everybody ran.
0: Mm.
1: almost everybody only the if those people I worked with even certain family members that were mostly in-laws yeah they or, or acquaintances good acquaintances thought that I did it and then there was and there was you know it's just like the way the disciples all ran right that's the way it was and I was like whoa and I had I had a you can, you can Judas see. in my life mm. because it's always in your own circle when these kind of things sometimes happen. Right. And mm. you kind of can see who your real, real friends are. Yeah, the like they school. say, you know your friends when you're in jail and when you're in the hospital. Mm. But God puts us on our back so we have to look up. Mm. He knows how to get our attention. Yeah. And he got my attention. Wow. Yeah, but the forgiveness is the basic fundamentals mm. of Christianity, without that, we're nothing. Mm. And then still having to, you know, deal with the because fact that. Because my in-law came up to me when I got out. He came to my mother-in-law's house. And then my brother-in-law tells me, bro, someone's outside. He want to talk to you. And it was my in-law. And he came over. He goes, I want to apologize. Mm. I want to, I'm sorry for what happened. So I shook his hand. I said, It's all right. It's cool. But I still never forgot. Yeah. You know? And
0: then uh, what I was also alluding to was the uh, kind of forgiving yourself.
1: Mm. That's the one I really struggled with a lot. Because you felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Because my mom and my dad were out looking for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that always. I blame myself a lot yeah. behind that, yeah. you know, but then again, like I told the cops, we're all guilty. Mm. We're all, we all made the society that we're in. There's no reason why we can't drive around anytime we want to and not be in danger. Yeah. You know, that was my attitude, but I still struggle with it, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think of my mom and my tia, you know. Every day. Every day. Every day, bro. Wow. Yeah, but uh man, what a story. Yeah, it was it was quite an
0: experience, quite a journey. That there's so much there, man. I mean, she's that that alone just I mean, that that could break anybody. Yeah. You know, even the strongest of people. Yeah.
1: And but you know that's where Christ came into it. That's what I mean, like some mm-hmm. people will
0: break from that and never be able to recover Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but sometimes we can break but that's where we need to be where we can Mm -hmm, start to to mm -hmm. heal and god allow god to put us back Mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. and it sounds like that's where you were
1: yeah and you know growing up i've learned to cope with loss Mm. you know my mom and dad eventually separated and divorced yeah you know and i always i had a, a different attitude of course it hurt i was young i was eight years old cried like a baby but I just kept going and and I would work. That would be my escape. Became a workaholic too, you know? So, uh, I've always, I don't know. Sometimes I come down on myself because sometimes I'll hear like recently, I just lost my nephew. He committed suicide. Mm. He did three terms in Iraq and, mm. and he had a lot of issues and he ended up shooting himself on uh, mm. November 1st. Mm. And, uh, And that's a big cloud over our familia. You know, he was a good kid, and he just, but unless you walk a mile in their shoes, bro, right, right, right. You know, everybody deals with war differently. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 And and they say that more people die from suicide than actually die from the war. war. Absolutely. I didn't realize that. I just got educated on that. Oh, yeah. Sad, man. Yeah. Man,
0: well, I think God can definitely use you in your family, even for that, you know, just to be that, that rock of, mm-hmm. of healing
1: and, and love and light, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's what I want him. I want him to use my testimony to help people If one person can hear this, you know, don't go down that wrong path, man.
0: Well, you know what? One thing I always love about you, man, is uh, you're just so full of love and light and uh, mm-hmm. a freedom you know, I, I, you know, whenever I go to my dad's church, I used to love watching you just get down, <laughs> you know, just get your dance on yeah. and just, just, you just, uh, I always loved that, man. Just seeing how <laughs> just free or, you, were, you mm-hmm. know, like not worried about anybody.
1: Not, yeah. You know, just, just getting your groove on, yeah. dancing, singing. And the Lord sets free. It's free indeed, it, bro. man. Playing the sax. Yeah. I got a lot to dance about, That's you know. It, man. There's a song that says, when I think about the Lord and what he's done Come for me, me and yeah, when I think yeah. about the Lord and how he set me free, I want to dance, dance, dance dance, <laughs> dance, 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 dance all night. Mm-mm.
0: Man, I used to play that like like black church style when <laughs> oh, I was yeah. in Arizona. We used to, I used to get down on that. <laughs> My brother, man, I, I really appreciate you for coming through. Um, this, well, this can definitely be a part two, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe we might be able to do that again soon I'm looking forward to it bro And I appreciate you uh, Any hey, last words you, you want to wanna go out with What do you want to say
1: Oh, I just want to praise the Lord man And just thank him There's victory in him He's never failed me and never will mm. And everybody needs Jesus And we're all going to have to be Carried one day mm. You know And that's what that song says Jesus will carry you Wow Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Jehovah, what you searching for, where you focus at, if it's happiness, no one can give you that, it flows from within, it knows all your sins, you can never win, being envious of other men, covetousness, it's such a sin, wanting what other people have has become a trend, but don't bow down to the dollar bill y'all, commercial consumerism is trying to kill y'all, I'm trying to heal y'all.